A decade into North Dakota's shale fracking boom, the state consistently produces one million barrels of oil per day. That amount is second only to Texas, making this rural state a huge player not just on the national oil scene, but globally as well. And the governor here is dreaming even bigger, double North Dakota's daily oil production. Inside Energy's Amy Sisk looks at how the state arrived at one million barrels and what it'll take to get to the next million. To tell this story of the Bakken's evolution, I'm at the state capitol in Bismarck, walking up the marble steps. It's Governor Doug Burgum who has set a goal of extracting two million barrels of oil per day out of the Bakken. But I'm actually here to talk with his deputy, one with his own history in the oil patch. Nice to before he became lieutenant governor, Brent Sanford was the mayor of Watford City. It's a small town that's at the epicenter of the state's oil activity. Back around 2004, he noticed something interesting. There was a buzz, and there hadn't been a buzz in the air for 15 years, I would say, in, in that area. Um, it was pretty depressing after the second oil boom had, had um, basically gone away in the late 80s. See, right across the border in Montana, oil companies were trying out this new technology. Not only were they drilling deep into the earth, but they were turning the drill horizontally through shale rock. They sent a mixture of water and chemicals and sand into the well at a high pressure to perforate that rock and release the oil. This was hydraulic fracturing. It took three years for this new drilling method to move into North Dakota, jumping across the border to an oil field 100 miles away. No one could predict what was in store. Kathy Nessett was there. I remember companies saying, oh my goodness, you know, there's nothing in between. In between Montana's new fracked wells and drilling activity on the eastern edge of North Dakota's oil fields. Well, here we are, you know, what are we, 10, 11 years later, and there's, you know, there's a whole world of Bach in, in between. Nesset is a geologist and the owner of Nesset Consulting. It was around that time that her geological expertise became really in demand. She was working out of her farmhouse. Then around 2005, realized we needed to get a little more space, you know, taking up the dining room table with all my files and everything. Now they're in a 28,000-square-foot facility with an office staff of 25, plus 80 or so geologists working on rig sites. Drilling started to take off 10 years ago, but there was a problem. Not enough supporting infrastructure to transport the oil or to capture the excess natural gas. There were trucks everywhere. Here's Sanford again, talking about Watford City. You would drive in from one of the river valleys on the side, the south or the west or the north, and you basically know you're there from the cloud of dust. Now thousands of miles of pipeline carry oil and gas and wastewater where they need to go. In 2014, North Dakota's oil industry reached that million-barrel-a-day milestone. But then, partly because of shale plays like the Bakken, the world's supply of oil skyrocketed and the price of oil collapsed. Still, production here has hovered around that one million mark. Now, the governor wants to see it go much, much higher. Looking out about 10 years from now, production in the Bakken would still be at about 1.5 million barrels per day. 
Jenna Delaney is an oil analyst with S&P Global Platts. Her prediction of 1.5 million is if North Dakota continues drilling at the rate it has the past few months. It isn't quite the governor's goal, but it's still a significant jump from where we are today. And she says that is the direction she sees it headed. Really, ultimately, what happens with those prices will drive how many wells come online each month. The price of oil has been climbing this year, and she sees it increasing slightly into 2018. Technology will also play a role. Nesset, the geologist, says 10 years ago, companies could extract only 4% of the oil stored in shale rock. Today, it's more like 8%. You know, that means that there's 92% of the oil that we know is in the rock we can't get out yet. We don't have the technology to extract that. So I think the real future of this whole play, you know, is before us. But there's always the potential for a curveball. It could be environmental regulations from a future presidential administration that's not so fossil fuel friendly. Or it could be a drop-off in demand for oil as industries like electric cars take off. Lieutenant Governor Sanford knows this is a possibility. It just seems like it's a goal to not have as much reliance on petroleum. Another challenge is infrastructure. Right now, the state has more than enough pipelines to carry its oil to market. This cheap transportation method is making Bakken crude more competitive with Texas oil. But should the state climb above 1.3 million barrels per day, it will max out its pipelines. Oil analyst Delaney says it would then lose that competitive edge. Then we'll either need to see more pipeline projects proposed to move more of this crude oil, or we'll see more barrels moving back onto rail. This will require oil companies to plan carefully so the Bakken is ready for its second decade. For Inside Energy, I'm Amy Sisk. And that actually was Amy's last piece for us. She is leaving to take a great new job with State Impact Pennsylvania. Amy, we will miss you so much. Thanks for all your work.